Hi friends, it's Pastor Drew Wilkerson from Bridgewater Church. Hey, thanks for stopping by this podcast. It's our prayer that as you listen, God will speak to your heart and you will feel inspired and you'll learn new things that will help you in your daily walk with God and just in life in general. So again, thanks for stopping by and thanks for listening. Good morning, everyone, and welcome. I am so glad that we're joining together in this first month of a new year. It's exciting to bring the Bridgewater family together and also new friends. So we want to welcome everyone this morning. We're beginning a new series called Keep Knocking. Now, it's new, but it's not. Every year, I try to hone in on the importance of prayer. I have found people very open-minded to prayer, no matter what their circumstances. Whether they are uh, unsure of God and unsure of how prayer works, I find that when I ask people if I can pray for them, they know that they need help beyond themselves. And they say yes. So as we begin this journey over the next few weeks, I want to invite you to embrace a truth that Pastor Tim Keller gives to us. I think it's incredible. Listen to this. He writes, prayer is all, intimacy, struggle, yet the way to reality. There is nothing more important or harder or richer or more life-altering. There is absolutely nothing so great as prayer. As we lock arms together, open our minds, I want us to learn what it means to keep knocking. If you are a believer who believes in prayer, if you're a follower of Jesus and you know that prayer works, this is just going to sharpen our thinking and challenge us in the new year to ask God to answer prayer and for us to intercede in prayer for others. And if you're, and if you're just trying to figure out prayer, this is the perfect time to join Jesus and the disciples as we begin our story. In fact, let's turn to Luke chapter 11, and let's look at verses 5 through 7 to get started. Then Jesus said to them, suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight and say, friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine uh, on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. Now, here's our first insight. Be honest and recognize our needs. If we're going to keep knocking and learn how to pray, Jesus is about to teach us that we need to be honest and recognize our needs. It's an interesting story because Jesus is actually concluding his teaching to the disciples on prayer after he has shared what we call the Lord's Prayer. This simple and yet powerful way of connecting with God is something that he gave his disciples. But then he follows that prayer with this incredible story to teach us how important prayer is and actually how to pray. He begins this, this parable story by saying, a man 
had a friend come to him, a late night traveler. And he knows he needs to feed this friend, but he doesn't have anything to give him. So the man tells his late night traveler, just hang out here at the house and I'm going to go get some bread from another friend. But when he goes to knock on that door, his friend, because of the late hour, won't even get up and answer the door. Now, I get that. I understand that. First of all, it was cultural. Because in that day, in Palestine, it was, it was a clear mandate in the community that if someone had a need, regardless of the time of day, neighbors would step up and help. I understand that completely. And it was a, a community obligation. So when this man won't answer the door, it really is a, a moment of, of shamefulness. But I also understand the man in the home. I get it. He, he's asleep. In that day, the Palestinian home would have been one big room, Everyone would have been laying on some type of grassy or some type of a hay-type pad on the floor. And this man and his wife and his children would have already been in the room fast asleep. He's going to have to get up. He's going to have to crawl over everybody. And he needs to answer the door joyfully. Well, who wants to do that? I can remember a time when my oldest daughter came home from college and she brought friends with her and she got there long after I was asleep. She knocked on the door, it startled us. I went downstairs, I looked out the, the window and I saw it was her. I opened the door, she came in, Dad, Mom, I'm home! And then in walked three of her friends. She goes, I knew you'd be excited to see me. We were, but I was very sleepy. I want you to picture yourself in this moment. I want you to understand what's going on. Because this friend is someone that doesn't want to answer the door. And yet, the man realizes there is a legitimate need. Now, here is our first insight. Be honest and recognize your needs. Be honest about them. Recognize what they are. I was teaching one time, and a good friend said to me, Pastor, I pray for everybody. I have a long prayer list. But I struggle to pray for myself. And I answered her, and I said, Listen, friend. God wants us to be completely authentic and bring all of our needs to him any time, night, or day. In fact, look at what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 6, verses 31 through 32. He said, so do not worry saying, what shall we eat or what shall we drink or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things. Now watch this, listen to this. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Well, you might look at me and say, well, pastor, if God already knows what our needs are, why do I need to tell him? 
It's, it's this simple. Be honest. Be honest with yourself. God knows what our needs are, but let's recognize our needs and realize that we need God's help. God already knows. God wants us to bring our request to Him regardless of the circumstances. And latch on to this, regardless of how the doors seem to be locked and bolted, God wants us to recognize our needs and come to Him. Now, Jesus goes on and He says this about the story. Luke eleven eight. I tell you, even though He will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, He will surely get up and give you as much as you need. Here's our next insight. Be bold and seek God's help. Be bold and seek God's help. Can I go back and, and can I share uh, this story in a little different way? Let's call the man Jack. Can we do that? Let's call the man Jack who had a late night traveler stop at his home. Jack is out of bread. Jack doesn't have anything to give. So he goes over and he's knocking and pounding on Fred's door. Can we call him Fred? Jack and Fred. Jack is knocking on his friend's uh, door and his friend is Fred and he's knocking and he knows that he and Fred have a great relationship. He needs help. But in this moment, Fred's like, Jack, I'm not going to open the door for you. It's late. My family's asleep. But notice what Jesus teaches. Does Jack go somewhere else to a different house? No. He stays right here at Fred's house. He's knocking on the door. And Jesus says this, because of Jack's shameless audacity, Fred will answer the door. When was the last time you were shamelessly bold as you sought God's help? The missionary who died sharing his faith at such a young age, Jim Elliott, wrote this in his journal. We are so utterly ordinary, so commonplace, while we profess to know a power the 20th century does not reckon with. But we are harmless and therefore unharmed. We are spiritual pacifists, non-militants, conscientious objectors in this battle to the death with principalities and powers in high places. Meekness must be had for contact with men, but brass spoken, outspoken boldness is required to take part in the comradeship of the cross. We are sideliners coaching and criticizing 
the real wrestlers, while content, content, while content to sit by and leave the enemies of God unchallenged. The world cannot hate us. We are too much like its own. Oh, that God would make us dangerous. What Jim Elliott wrote and what Jim Elliott lived is truly what Jesus was saying. In fact, I think about Jim Elliott and how he gave his life to try to reach the Akua Indians. He died doing it, but then others came and followed in his footsteps and the missionaries that were killed. And then later, that tribe was one to Jesus Christ. I want to say this to us in, in this new year. Let's be bold. Let's seek God's help. Let's decide to actually trust God in new and incredible ways. In fact, I really want to encourage you to be daringly bold. Be bold and seek God's help every step of the way. Don't give up. Don't give in. Choose to put all of your trust in God. And don't forget what Jesus said. Be persistent when you knock. Be like Jack in the story. And you may look at me and say, well, pastor, if we were having a cup of coffee, I would tell you that I believed in prayer until I prayed for this or I prayed for that. And I was shameless and I was bold, but I didn't get the answer to the prayer that I desired. No, 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 don't misunderstand. We have to do our part. We have to be bold and seek God's help. But as we do that, we have to trust God to open the right doors for us. And realize that Jesus was saying, it wasn't the friendship of the man with the bread that supplied the need. It was the persistent knocking on the door that resulted in the needed answer. Which leads us to the application that Jesus gives to all of us and his disciples. In Luke 11, 9 through 10, Jesus says this, So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be open. I love this passage of Scripture and our third insight. Be hopeful and believe God will answer. Be hopeful and believe that God will answer. Jesus is very clear and yet very simplistic. God wants to hear our prayers, but he wants us to be persistent in asking. If we will simply seek God with hope in our hearts, then God will bless so much more. How much more? So much more. In fact, not only in our story does the friend inside refuse to unlock the door, he states he had no food to offer. But when you and I think about this, when you and I focus our thoughts on this, Jesus says, don't worry about what someone else says. Don't be concerned about whether there's enough resources. No, no. Don't, don't decide how you're going to pray based on other people. Did you get that? 
Did you hear that? We, we've got to decide to pray with hopefulness because our resource is God. And God will answer us if we're willing to trust in Him every step of the way. Now, specifically, Jesus gives three words for us to wrap our minds around. And these are the three words of hope that I, I really look at them as keys to unlock bolted doors. Here's the first word, ask. There are some things that we ask God for and we receive an immediate yes. God says, sure. The answer is there. It's immediate. In fact, sometimes I think those happen so often we can have a tendency to take them for granted. Sometimes the answers are no. Those are answers, but they're no from God. We don't, we don't understand. We don't realize why the answer is no. And yet we have to put our faith and trust in God with hope that God has his best plans for us. And then sometimes the answers are wait. We just have to wait on what God is asking us to do. God cannot give answers to prayer. We are not ready to receive. Have you ever thought about that? That prayer isn't just about getting an answer. It's about preparing us to receive the answer. God's answers in prayer are given to us, not because we deserve them, but because we're ready to receive them. Not just for ourselves, but also to be a blessing to others. That leads to the word seek. Not only do we ask boldly and shamelessly, but then we seek, and the word here in the Greek means to ask in a sense of exploration. Think of yourself when you pray as someone who is an explorer, someone who loves adventure. Prayer is truly an adventure with God to understand what we're to do, how we're to do it, and, and to live the life that God has for us in partnership with Him. God says, seek me and you will find me. Now this is important though. God's answer is always what we need, but not always what we want. Did you catch that? God's answer is always what we need, but it's not always what we want. And still, we have to keep knocking. Still, we have to keep persistently, shamelessly, boldly knock with hope on the door of heaven and say, God, will you answer? Which leads to this incredible word, knock. Ask, seek, knock. It's time to storm the gates of heaven. In fact, I love the, the insight in the Greek, the word not means to be relentless in our prayers. And there's even a sense of recklessness. Think about it this way. God wants us to be recklessly relentless in shameful, shameless audacity. In fact, I want to give you this insight. With shameless audacity, we keep praying, asking, seeking, and knocking because hope lives 
behind every closed door. Now, I'm going to close this out differently, uniquely. I would love for you to take a screenshot of this. Um, get your camera out. Put, press pause on, on the video and write this down. This is our prayer challenge. Yes, I will take the 21-day keep-knocking prayer challenge. Here's what it means. I will commit to this, to the 721, seven minutes a day, I'm going to pray and spend with God. I'm going to ask for two insights in my prayer and my Bible reading, and then I'm going to ask God to share one application with me so that I can live out what God is teaching me every day. 721, seven minutes, two insights, one application. But I want you to add another component. Look at the sentence here. I also commit to boldly pray with shameless audacity the following request. Now all of our friends and family there that are watching from home or you're listening on the podcast, I want you to find a way and a time to set aside to to really think through what are the prayer requests I need to give to God in 2023. How are we going to be shameless? How are we going to be reckless and relentless, bold in our prayer life? And right now, to close us out, I want you to think of one thing. One thing that you're going to put on this list, and you're going to pray about this. Maybe you say, Pastor, I've been praying about it for such a long time. I get it. But I want you to put out a request that you've prayed for. It's brand new, but we're going to lay it before God right now. We're going to knock on the doors of heaven, and we're going to ask for this this challenge to be met by God's incredible grace. We're going to be honest and recognize our needs. We're going to be bold and seek God's help, and we're going to be hopeful and believe that God will answer this prayer. Do you have it? You got it in your mind? All right, let's pray. Father God, I'm so grateful for our family and friends that have joined us today. This is the first of an exciting three-week series on prayer. God, we are knocking with boldness. God, we are shameless, relentless in what we're asking for this year. God, I am praying beyond a shadow of a doubt. Hopefully, I seek you. Please hear the hearts of the the request that people have in their minds. Please, God, know the sincerity that we bring these requests to you, and may we be shameless. May we be audacious. God, when we're tired and we're weary and we don't know what to do next, give us a sense of hope beyond our fears and our worries. And in all things, we will seek you. Answer great prayers, God, in the coming weeks and months. And we pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen.
Well, folks, we've gotten started with a great passage and a beautiful story. I hope that you'll keep knocking. And I'm going to keep knocking for you on your behalf. And until we see each other again, take heart and be transformed. Hey, friends, thanks for listening. And if you want to be a part of our eFamily, then all you have to do to join us is click the link below and you can check us out on our YouTube page. You can also join us on social media. And if you'd like to support the ministry, then just click the link to give. We're so grateful for all of our partners and together we can do more than we can alone. So again, thanks to all of you for listening to this podcast and also thank you for helping us reach people around the world for Jesus Christ.